You're tuned into the Barrage Sports Show. What's up, everybody? We back another episode of the Barrage Sports Show. The NBA is on and popping. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Barrage, the dad, and I'm here with my co-host, Mike Burr. Mike Burr always delivers. That's my son, by the way, if you didn't know that. We're talking all NBA, man. The NBA has been so exciting. The bubble has been rocking. Mike Burr, start us off, man. Just just talk to me about what you think about the bubble so far. Yeah, the, the bubble is lit. Uh, the bubble, basketball, this, this is probably the best basketball I've seen in a long time. I think just the players being locked in and focused, all they have to do is basketball. It's just practice, hanging out with your teammates, and playing basketball. And every every game pretty much has been competitive. It's been a lot of surprise teams, a lot of surprise players. It's been some of the best basketball I've seen in a while in the NBA. Yeah, I, I agree, man. It's They've come back, and they're really playing exciting ball. You know, I didn't know what it was going to be like because yeah. – you don't have the fans. We dealing with COVID. Guys had a layoff. So I thought they were going to be really rusty. Maybe it could have been a little, you know, maybe the first two, three games be a little whack. But man, right out the gate, the games have been exciting. Yeah. Games have been close. Games have been going to the wire. I mean, it's been some really good basketball and it's been fun to watch. Yeah, That's what I like about it. I didn't know how it was going to you know, in terms of viewership without the fans and the atmosphere, what it was going to be like in terms of watching it on television, it's been good to watch too, man. Yeah, I, I think like just the focus, like that's the players, They you could tell they miss playing the game. This is probably, you know, these are NBA stars. These are the longest they probably went without playing, you know. Yeah, it's a good you point. You know, besides the offseason and uh, especially in the middle of the season, you could tell they're really excited to play and they're really – you know, focus. They're locked in. They don't have to. It's nobody going out to the club. It's no. You don't have to do a endorsement uh, meeting or nothing <laughs> yeah, like that. That's true. It's that's just true. all basketball, and and they're hooping, man. They've been hooping. They've been hooping. And you know, let's get into some of the records. Mm-hmm. I got some of the stats here. I want to talk about the Eastern Conference because okay. we always do the Western Conference first. This time we're going to do the Eastern Conference first. I'm a, I'm kind of gonna go down the the way people have been producing, and then we'll just we'll just kind of talk about that because some teams have lived up to expectations. Yep. Some teams are right in the middle, mm-hmm. and some teams have grossly underachieved. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> and we'll start with I'll start with the team. Usually, you start with the best. I'm gonna start with a team that they probably shouldn't have even been there. The Washington Wizards. Yeah, they're out of there. They got invited. <laughs> they're they're zero and six. Yeah. They've just been a doormat. Everybody they've played have beat them. They just they don't even look like they want to be out there. The Wizards are just a, a total franchise in disarray right now. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, really, not much to say. They 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 probably shouldn't have been there. Um, they they had a, a slim chance of making it in the first place, and uh, yeah, it's not it's not looking too pretty. Not looking too pretty, man. Yeah. But at the top of the board is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, sir. And the Milwaukee Bucks. They had the best record in the NBA during the regular, regular season. But they're two and three in the bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, they've dropped some games in the bubble. So tell me what you think about the Bucks because in the regular season, they were dominant. They looked pretty yeah. much unbeatable. I don't even think they – they maybe only lost back-to-back games maybe once, maybe twice during the regular yeah. season. But now they're two and three in the bubble. Yes, they, they've had some ups and downs and – 
the big the big question with the Bucks, and we talk about this multiple times on this podcast, is who's the second option, who's the third option? Because Giannis, Giannis is Giannis, right? Right now in the bubble, he's putting up 31 points, 12 rebounds, five assists. So Giannis is doing his part. And then, but if you look at the, the rest of their roster, Chris Middleton is giving you 21, 6, and 6, shooting 50%, 42 from three. And you got Brooke Lopez, he's dropping 22 and 7. So they're getting production, but they're, t- like you said, they're 2 and 3. And something, a question I have is we know Chris Middleton's a baller. He's been an all star before. He's, he's a very talented player. He puts up stats, but he reminds me of another player. I wonder is Chris Middleton Kevin Love? Is mm. he a guy? That fills up that's the a, stat sheet. That's a deep analogy. <laughs> Is he a guy that fills up the <laughs> stat sheet, but it's not necessarily winning basketball, right? Because yeah. I remember when Kevin Love was on the Cavs, right? They would, you know, when they would play a game, you'd be like, man, LeBron didn't have any help. And then you would look at the box score, and you'd be like, wait, Kevin Love had 20 and 15? It's like, yeah. surpri- it's like surprise stats. Like, he, when did he do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, because Chris Mills can hoop, but... If it's not resulting in wins, and we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. Okay. Is he is he like a Kevin Love, like a guy that's very talented, but maybe not a winner, you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's a good analogy because Giannis is gonna need that other guy. It's the NBA. Yeah. Jordan needed another guy. Magic needed another guy. Braun needed another guy. Kobe needed another guy. Yep. Steph Curry needed another guy. So in the NBA, nobody can do it alone. You just can't do it alone. The closest I've seen to somebody doing it without a big-time name, a second guy, was Allen Iverson. Mm. One year, he took Philly to the finals, and it was like Allen Iverson and everybody else. Yeah, And that was the closest I've seen, even though they didn't win it. Mm. So I don't know, man. I, I kind of agree with you. Middleton is going to have to step up, and he's going to have to be exceptional. Because mm-hmm. like you say, if Giannis doesn't have a great, great game, they lose. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now on the other end of the spectrum, the second seed in the East, the Toronto Raptors. Looking good. They 5-1. and one. Looking good. They've been beating everybody. And they're the best defensive team in the league. They're in the top five defensive categories in three-point field goal percentage, field goal percentage, uh, other defensive statistics, rebounding, defensive rebounding, and all different categories. They're by far the best defensive team in the league, but yeah. their offense have been impressive. They play together. Um, Pascal Siakam is a bona fide star now. Yeah, Fred Van Fleek, I think he's, he's Van Fleek. I think he's a little underrated because he can ball. Um, Larry is showing such leadership. Um, Mark Gasol is still playing good ball. Mm-hmm. Abaka still playing good ball. The young kid OG is a rising star. Yep. You know, he's not consistent yet, but he can he can get after you. Norman Powell has a resurgence. I mean, they and then they got a lot of other role players. Yeah. The Toronto Raptors, in my opinion, has been the most impressive team in the bubble so far. Yes, it's it's hard to argue with that one. They they certainly came out, they, you know, they only dropped one game. 
And they, they kind of remind me of the Spurs, right? They have a bunch of talent. They play together, play team basketball, play defense. And what I like about them, they ride the high hand. So if it's Siakam's night, they're going to give it to Siakam. If it's Laurie's night, they're going to give it to Laurie. If it's OG's night, whoever has the high hand, they're going to feed them. And everybody is selfless enough to just fill in. And that's dangerous because it's not like, oh, it's not like with the Bucks. Okay, if we can slow down Giannis, we have a good chance of winning. It's like, okay, maybe you slow down Siakam and then Laurie drops 30 on you. You know, it's true. It, they they and like you said, they're they're probably the best defensive team in the league. So the Raptors have been super impressive. And I, I really think even though they're the defending champs, they're not getting enough respect. You know, people are talking about the Lakers, talking about the Clippers, talking about the Bucks. The Raptors are just as good as those teams, and I know they feel they can beat any of those teams. I think it's because of the Kawhi factor. Yeah. You know, Kawhi was so magical that one year he was <laughs> with them. It was like what could go right did go right yeah. whenever Kawhi was on the floor. And then, you know, the miracle shot against Philly and his defense, big steals. He was everything you wanted to bring in a franchise player for one season. He gave you everything you wanted and then some. <laughs> yeah. So I think without him, people just don't believe. But they were 17 and 5 without without um Kawhi Leonard last year. Cause he took a lot of days off, you know, for, you know, maintenance and, you know, just making sure he could stay healthy for the playoffs. And they were still one of the best teams in the NBA. And now I think Pascal Siakam just kind of filled in that role mm-hmm. that Kawhi Leonard had as the all-star go-to guy the the nightmare matchup and they're just keeping it rolling so hey toronto man again i think they've been the best team in the bubble their record obviously shows it well no i take that back the second best team in the bubble we'll talk about the best team in the bubble in a minute in the western conference but the, the raptors look good and they look poised to get back to the nba championship yeah it, it wouldn't surprise me i think the, them and the Bucks. It's not just the Bucks. The the Raptors have a good shot of making it too. That's right. Now Boston Celtics, mm. they're four and two, so they've been playing good yeah. ball, and we've seen the emergence of a one-two punch. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been impressive. Hoopers. They have been impressive. They play well together. They feed off each other, and they kind of take turns on you, you know. And and they've been really good defensively. Yeah, excellent. And we know they're great athletes. Their athleticism is off the chart, especially Jalen Brown. I like what the Celtics have done. Four and two, playing some real good ball. Talk to me. How do you feel about the Celtics? I mean, they got a talented roster. Uh, When you look at them, Cantor. You mentioned Jason Brown, Jason Tatum. Uh, They got Gordon Hayward, of course. Kimball Walker. Then you got Marcus Smart and a bunch of great scrappy role players. They have everything you need. It's always it, with them. It's kind of been chemistry, especially last year. And then Kimba was injured earlier on the bubble, but he's just starting to come back. So, and we know what Kimba can do, especially in the clutch. So, their their team. I wouldn't be surprised if they send somebody you don't expect home because they got all the wow. talent. Oh yeah, they got all the talent to do it. It's just can they put it together? And do they have, are they, are, you know, we know they got two young stars, but yeah. are they ready to defeat 
you know, one of those top teams in the East and get to the finals. And they, but the talent is there, and they have been really impressive. They picked up some nice wins. Yeah, they have, and they two losses. They lost to um, the Miami Heat. They lost to the Bucks. So they lost mm-hmm. to two really good teams. Like if you're not a top team, you're not going to beat them. Um, so the Bucks, we know, are a top tier team. Obviously, the best team in the East right now, record wise. And then the Miami Heat, they're right. You know, they're neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who I want to talk about next then, the Miami Heat. Yeah. The Miami Heat, I got to get them a bit of a pass because Jimmy Butler has missed three games, three of their five games, but they're two and three. So they're, they're kind of holding on. They're playing kind of in the middle. They got a lot of talent, but without Jimmy B, they're a different team. Yeah. And and with Jimmy B coming back, it's going to be huge. Uh like I just I just want to name their roster. They got a lot of a lot of talented, a lot of scrappy players. You got Jimmy B, you got Drogic, Bam, you got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Crowder, Iguodala, Derrick Jones, Kendrick Nunn, Olenek. Like they got a squad. They got a squad. Plus a great championship winning coach. Great coach. Pat Riley won multiple championships as a as a coach and a GM. So they 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 got everything too, and I like them because they're tough, they're scrappy, and they're the best three point shooting team in the league by percentage. Yeah, yeah. they and they got snipers. I mean, Tyler Hero is is a knockdown three point shooter. Yeah, man. he's gonna be a, a really good player. I he, think so too. And uh, and with Jimmy B coming back from the injury, getting his legs under him, they they're gonna be a real threat in the East. Yeah, I agree. And they play differently when Jimmy's out there because Jimmy is a dog. Yeah, Jimmy, a, he he is Jimmy is he like cocky borderline like arrogant <laughs> like jimmy believes he's the best player in the nba like if you ask jimmy who's the best player in the nba <laughs> jimmy would probably be like oh well he's great he's great but i think the best player is jimmy <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that yeah jimmy is a confident guy and they're a different team when jimmy butler's out there yeah when jimmy butler's out there with that squad they actually believe they could beat anybody yeah and he I like Jimmy, like you said, Jimmy. Jimmy is good because he raises the level of play of everybody. Right? He's yeah. gonna hold you accountable. He's gonna make sure you play defense, and he's gonna he's not afraid to call his guys out. And and because of that, but but at the same time, he can take criticism. So because of that, everybody plays harder when Jimmy is there. And like I said, they they got enough horses to definitely send somebody packing. I agree. Yeah. Now, one of the funnest teams. I'm talking coming up next. We just talked about the Heat, the Indiana Pacers. Yes, my dark horse. Your dark horse. T.J. Warren is putting on a show. Bubble Jordan. (laughs) I like that. T.J. Warren Warren has been the Bubble Jordan. T.J. Warren is having some fun. He dropped 53 one night. Mike, talk to talk to me about your bubble team because they they clown yeah. it. And then he just dropped uh, thirty nine on the Lakers the other night and Woo. got the W. Yeah, TJ TJ Warren is he looking different? He looking like he could be a real all star superstar in this league. Let me let me show you his stats. He's been putting up thirty five points, six rebounds, and two assists. He's wow, leading scorer in the bubble. Dropped thirty nine on the Lakers, fifty one in the first game. And then on the team, you still got Oladipo. You still got Brogdon. Unfortunately, Sabonis is hurt. He may be back by the playoffs, but he's probably going to miss it. But just imagine if they had Sabonis, too. That would be crazy. Indiana's going to be a team that's going to be very good for a while. They got a nice young core. 
And uh, I think I think if TJ Warren keep playing like this, they they might just they might just go on the ride. You know, like we saw the magical journey the the Raptors had last year. Yeah, the the Pacers, my dark horse, is look, looking like a good pick. And I like the way TJ Warren is doing it. If you saw that Laker game down the stretch. Everybody in the gym knew that T.J. Warren was getting the basketball. They couldn't do nothing about and it. And they couldn't do <laughs> nothing about it. He was dropping them off like the CTA, man. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> get on the bus, get, stop, get on the bus, get off at your stop and go home. I mean, T.J. Warren has been fantastic. The Pacers have been fantastic. And so, uh, and they've been so fun to watch, man. Yeah, because they getting buckets, man. And Oladipo is slowly getting getting back because he had that major injury. And if if you got a back to back between T.J. Warren and Oladipo, that's that's gonna be nice. nobody wants to deal with that. That's gonna be and, and nice. They, they play good team basketball, good defense. Man, it's like I said, the a lot of teams, you know, coming into the bubble, I was like, okay, you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers, you got the Bucks. But then these games showed you it's not just the the top three. It's not just the top three. I think the championship is wide open. I do too, man. Yeah. And I think teams have hope now. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of teams believe, like, we can do this. Yeah. Because, like I say, the last few years, you knew Golden State was going to the finals. Yeah. And you kind of knew that whatever team LeBron was on was going to the finals in the East. It's, it doesn't have that feeling now. It does I not. I think it's about five teams in the West like, we could do this. And I think it's about five or six teams in the East like, we can do this. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting because everybody win, feels they can, you know, win the chip. Yeah, it's 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 been great competition. But speaking, speaking of the top dogs, the Lakers, yeah. I, know, I know a lot of people – have been saying they they've been kind of falling off a little bit. They did clinch the West, uh, but they're only two and four in the bubble. But LeBron is only averaging twenty points. Let's be serious. AD is only averaging twenty points. I think what they what they did was pretty smart. I think they kind of took a step back, and they wanted to see because the big question for Lakers who's the third option? Who are the role players? And what they what they've been kind of doing? They've been letting Kuz kind of take the forefront they've been letting Dion waiters they've been seeing who are those guys that are gonna ride with them and they and i think Kuz has really stepped up especially on defense we already always knew he could score yeah he's been playing really good defense he has actually i saw against Kawhi, he solid d against uh james harden he was playing pretty good so and then Dion waiters has been coming in uh Kuz has been averaging 14 Dion waiters has been averaging another 10 so that's 24 points mm-hmm. if they can keep that up Come on, be serious. You know LeBron's not gonna average twenty points in the playoffs. Right, <laughs> like right, so true. I think I think the Lakers did they kinda LeBron kinda was taking games off. He didn't wanna do exert too much energy in the games because they already were number one in the West. I think they're gonna be ready for playoff time when Bron turns the switch. I think so too. But we we're gonna come back to them. We're gonna get the West. I know see my son is a Laker fan, everybody. So he gonna get to LA. We're gonna talk about LA. <laughs> And I agree with everything you're saying about the Lakers. But we're going to finish out in the East right now. Because I want to talk to you about Philly. Ooh. Ben Simmons out. And then Embiid just got an ankle, too. Just got an ankle. Three and two in the bubble. So they haven't been bad. Mm -hmm. But once again, Philly just can't. I don't know what it is. They just can't. Just when you think they are turning the corner, 
they something weird happens yeah. or somebody gets hurt and Bede has a 103 degree fever. They just can't find that groove to be the team that we thought they would be when you put Simmons and Embiid together. Yeah. We thought they could be like a modern-day version of Kobe and Shaq and maybe bring a couple of chips to Philly. But right now, once again, it's not looking like that. Bad luck. Just bad yeah. luck. I don't know if it's the, the Kardashian curse or something. They need to... They need to burn some sage and pray or something. Every, every time it's playoff time, everything just goes wrong. Like, yeah. But and then, and when you look at the roster, they got the talent. Like, I, I, it's it's no question. They're just as talented as any of the Dude, other. Dude, when teams. you got your when your front court is Horford and Bead, and then you have Simmons. I mean, three big guys and Tobias Harris, and you got Tobias Harris, and you got Richardson from mm-hmm. Miami. When you got that level of a starting five, you just need a decent bench. You and should they got be, some decent players coming off. The yeah, bench. you should be a contender. Like people should be afraid, but it's just something about. And again, they haven't been bad, three and two. But now with Simmons gone, with him be banged up, I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they've been they've been a big uh, disappointment for the last couple of years. It's just like bad timing, some bad luck. I don't know what it is. Maybe they need coaching change i know they're talking about trading either Embiid or simmons and and you could honestly get a lot of value for either one of them and then build around one of one of those players so they they got to figure something out they have to figure something out now rounding out the the rest of the east is the brooklyn nets who have been great we thought the nets were just gonna lay down Mm -hmm. because you don't have kd you don't have kyrie irving yep and we thought the nets were just gonna just lay down the Nets are four and two. Yeah, uh, Karis LeVert has been crazy. I've been he's been basically running the point, and he's just been going to work on people. Yeah, they have been a really good team. And Joe Harris has been hooping too. Joe Harris is can does he miss a three pointer? I don't think so. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen him miss one. Because you know he won a three point shooting contest. Yep. Nobody knew who he was. He definitely won't pick as a favorite. He just lit it up. And really, since that three-point contest, coming into that and since that, he hasn't slowed down a bit. But he'll get you off the bounce, too. Yeah, That's he, what I like about he'll him. He'll surprise you. Like, you think he's just a shooter. <laughs> right. You know, you look at him, just a white boy that can right, shoot. But he'll right. take you to Man, he'll take you to the dish, <laughs> drop you off once again, like CTA. For those who don't know, we're from Chicago. That's the... Uh, Chicago Transit Authority. That's our. That's the bus. That's the bus. And man, Joe Harrison and Karis LaVert have been great. And Orlando Magic, they've been what we've thought. They're they're two and six. Yeah. So they got a few wins, but more losses than wins. They're not. They're 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 in the playoffs though. Their their spot spot is secure yeah. because the team chasing them for the eighth seed is the Washington Wizards, who haven't yeah. won a game. So the Orlando Magic will make the playoffs. You know. They got Aaron Gordon. They got some guys yeah, down uh, there. Vujovic. They got Vujovic. He can, he can Vukovic. So they got yeah. they got young talent. They probably need to shake some things up. Maybe yeah. get a new coach. But yeah. they they got talent there. Yeah, and they there. haven't been they haven't been super impressive, and they haven't been awful. They just been Orlando. They yeah. they've been playing like the eight seed, and so that's what's been going on the East, man. We really walk we walked that East. Now we're gonna talk about the West. And, yep. and guys, this is an extended show. We usually do about 30 minutes. We're going to do a little longer today because the NBA is back. The They're bubble. balling. And we got to talk about this bubble. Now, let's talk about your Lakers now. Okay. You already gave us a little update, but just what's going on with LA? The Lakers, like you say, they've been 
two and two and four, mm-hmm. and they've gotten blown out a few games. Yeah, should we be afraid? Like, <laughs> like what <laughs> is this? Is this a sign of things to come? LeBron never yeah. fails. As long as as long as LeBron James has a pulse, there you go. <laughs> we, it's nothing to be worried about. Like I said, LeBron is only averaging twenty points. Let's be serious. If you think LeBron James is going to average twenty points in the playoffs. You don't know anything about basketball. Anthony Davis is only averaging 20. I think they really did a smart thing. Even LeBron, I know he set out a game or two, too. So they, they've they been kind of letting the role players step in. They've been letting J.R. Smith get some burn. Deion Waiter, some of these new players, figuring out, okay, who's going to be that third option? Who can we rely on? Because you know LeBron going to hoop. You know AD going to hoop. So is it Kuz? Is it Waiters? And I think those are the two guys KCP's been playing a good ball. I like KCP. Caruso's been hooping. Uh, they got a rookie, uh, Horton Tucker. He came in. Yeah, where did he come from? He w- he was actually, if you watch the summer league, he was a he was balling. Oh, really? He had some nice games in the summer league. Then he got hurt. Okay. And then he was out pretty much most of the he year. He need a few more minutes because yeah. he come in with a lot of energy and he ready to play, man. Yeah, he could hoop. Yeah. So. That's why that's why I think what the Lakers did was smart. You already number one in the West. They clinched the West in like the second or third game. So they were like, let's let's get the role players going. Cause LeBron is like, I could turn it on any moment. AD is like, I could turn it on any moment. So if you think they're gonna combine for 40 points in the playoffs, that's easily gonna go up to 60, maybe even 80. So be be ready. We'll see. Now let's talk about the other team in LA, my team in LA, the Clippers. <laughs> They've been three and three. So they have been bad, but they haven't really been all that good. Um, some games they look unbeatable. Some games they look a little lethargic, like they're just kind of going through the motions, waiting for the bubble to be over with. They only have two more games left. You only play eight in the bubble. They're three and three so far. And I think that's how they're probably going to end it. They're probably going to be four and four. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be ready for the playoffs because you have yeah. vets. But uh, their bubble experience, I think, have just been middle of the road. I don't think Doc Doc Rivers is giving them a lot of praise, but I don't think he's criticizing them too bad because they built that team for the playoffs. Yeah, They built that team to make a run for a championship. So I don't think what they're doing in the bubble is indicative of what they're going to be as a team. They have too much talent. Montrez Harrell just announced he's back. Yeah, that's scary. That's a big difference maker. Yeah. So I think the Clippers are going to be okay. They're just going through the motion. They'll probably come out even in the bubble. Maybe hold on to the number two seed, even though Denver's right at their heels. And then they're they're ready to try to run for the playoff for the championship. Yeah, I think I think it's the same as the Lakers. Like they got they got a different focus. They're not trying to prove anything. They're looking at that championship. And uh, like you said, they got Lou Will in the middle of the bubble. Harold just came back. So now they got the full team. Can they stay healthy in the playoffs? That's gonna be a big question. Uh, I don't. I think Patrick Beverly had a little injury. I don't know if he's back yet, but that's the thing. Can they stay healthy? But because if they're healthy, they they obviously got the talent to beat anybody in the in the in the tournament. True. So I think they got a different focus, and they're they're gonna be there. It's gonna, gonna be, be tough. Uh, but another team I want to talk about who they'll probably play in the first round. Luca and the Mavs. Yes, man. If you've been yeah. watching, Luca is showing you he different. He's different, man. Yeah, he- I I haven't seen a young player 
as good as Luka Donich in his first two seasons since LeBron James. You know, when LeBron came in the league as a rookie and then in his second year, he was playing like he had been there all along. Mm. I haven't seen that quick of a maturation process since LeBron. Luka has been fantastic. Triple doubles and high triple doubles. I'm talking about like 30, 15, and then one one game he had 19 assists. Mm. Luka is showing he is bona fide. He is a bona fide superstar. They've been okay in the bubble. They've been three and three, which you know they, their record. They're forty three and thirty for the regulars for the entire season. Um, but I, but he can send somebody home, and this is going to be the test. You know, you go from a superstar to an icon to a legendary player in the playoffs. Yep. So Luca is showing regular season. I'm as good as the hype. I'm the best young talent in the NBA, which he is. You know, John ja, ja Moran is putting in work. Zion, we know who he is, but the best young talent in the NBA right now is Luka Dantich. And now we're going to see what playoff Luka Dantich is like. Mm-hmm. But he has been so impressive. In my opinion, I think he's the he's been the MVP, maybe along with TJ Warren and James Harden of the bubble so far. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Those, yeah, those players have been showing out in the bubble. If you look at Luka's averages in the bubble, 33, 12, and 12. That's MVP numbers. And then you got Porzingis giving you 29 and 10. He's healthy now. Yeah, when Porzingis is healthy, he's easily one of the best big men in the league. Yeah, he's 7'2", seven, 7'3", seven, and can do it all. Shoot, take you inside, outside. You've got little handles, even can pass. And so they got two legitimate star players. Yeah. And they got a host of really good role players. Well, that's, well, that, the third guy is Tim Hardaway Jr. Yep. And he's maturing now. He's kind of rounding out. Yeah, Tim Hardaway looking like his dad. Then you got Finney Smith. You got Trey Burke, Seth Curry, Boban. And they got they got some other players that fill in too. And like I said, Dallas, they're a young team. They're still figuring out like how to win, how to close games. And they're going to be around for a while because yeah. they're a young team. But I wouldn't be surprised. They're going to have a tough matchup because they're probably going to play the Clippers or the Lakers if they fall to eighth. So, it's going to be tough for them in that first round, but... They won't fall to eight. They have too big of a lead. They have like a 10-game lead over the eight seed. So they're, they're locked ten, in. Okay. They're, they're going to be five, six, or seven for sure. Okay. So maybe if they can get out that seven spot, because that's the Clippers, if they can go up, maybe they can make a run. Because I, I don't know if they can beat the Clippers round one, but Luka, Luka is showing you he's going to be... real, man. Yeah. He's looking top five already. Luke is real. At the third spot, the Denver Nuggets, they've been pretty good. They've been three and two. You got Jokic. But now Jamal Murray is back. They didn't yeah. have Murray their first three or four games. Murray is back. I like Denver, but they they're my they're my team. They're like my dark horse. I I think they can do it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they will do it. Yeah, but they have a little more playoff experience from the last couple of seasons. I think they're a very well coached team. They play well together. They like playing with each other. So Denver has been pretty good, three and two, and they they're holding on to that three spot. They might even get that two spot from the Clippers, even though you know you don't get home court advantage and all those things anymore. But I like the Denver Nuggets, but I'm waiting to see who they really are. And can they send somebody home in the playoffs? 
yeah. in like the Eastern Conference in the Western Conference Finals? Can they do it? Yeah, that's that's a big question. Like I like them. I think they're a little bit better than all the other teams in the West except LA, the two LA teams. And can they beat them in a seven game series? That's that's a big question mark. They can definitely take a couple games off of them. Yeah. And they're probably a team because Denver is one of the hardest places to play at. So they're probably a team that's going to suffer more from not having home court. Yeah, they don't have that out that altitude, baby. Yeah, they don't have that mile high altitude. That's definitely a, a huge factor and one of the best teams at home every year. Uh, and like you said, Jamal Murray is just getting back. Michael Porter Jr. has been hooping. Whoa. Jokic has been hooping. Yeah. And they got a bunch of great role players. They play good team basketball. Mm -hmm. As Murray gets healthy, they got a legit young big three. Are they there yet? I don't I don't know if they can get over that hump, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Yeah. Yeah. And now your dark horse in the West have been really impressive. The Houston Rockets have been giving people the blues. That that actually wasn't my dark horse, but I'll take it. <laughs> that, that wasn't the dark horse. Nah, oh, I, yeah, you yeah, have. I picked. Oh, New Orleans. Oh. Yeah, I picked the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know Zion was on the minutes yeah. restriction. That that kind of blew it. Yeah, no one knew. And it, they're just, they're just not ready yet. I think they got to make some moves, yeah. get some more experience, build around Zion because if Zion gets his weight under control, gets healthy, they gonna have some. Just give it give it a couple years. Yeah, a couple of years. Early. But in terms, the bubble exposed them. Uh, Pelicans, they're done. Put a fork in them, they're done. Yeah. San Antonio, they've been pretty good in the bubble. San Antonio's actually been four and two. And that's just be from effort, and they got veteran guys, good coaching. So the Pelicans, technically, they're not out of getting that eight seed, but they're not going to make it. The Spurs. No, they're, I think they're, they're officially got eliminated. Oh, they officially got yeah. eliminated. Okay, good. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. They, 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 they don't deserve to be there anyway. Spurs, I think, are hanging on by a thread. They're only a couple of games back. The Phoenix Suns, they've been the best team in the Undefeated. bubble. Undefeated. They're 6-0. <laughs> Let's go. Devin Booker. This is Wait a minute. I forgot. We talked about MVPs in the bubble. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Devin. I didn't say your name. You're a bubble MVP as well. He's been a great leader. He's been on fire. Big Aiton has been playing good ball. 6-0 in the bubble. The Phoenix Suns are now maturing. Yeah. They've always had a lot of young talent, and they had all the stuff. Just give them a little more time and, you know, all of the things you say. Yeah, once they learn how, fig learn how to play, well, I don't know what happened from, that, from the break until now. They look like they understand it now. Yeah. And they get after it. And they've won some impressive games. Devin Booker's hitting games winners. He's looking like the bona fide superstar he is. And I like the Phoenix Suns. I think if they might catch the Memphis Grizzlies or they, the Portland Trailblazers they, they for the AC. They, they're certainly doing everything they can. Everything right? they undefeated. can. 6-0. They're a couple games out. It's going to be tough. Memphis has to drop some games and Portland has to drop some games. But they're doing everything they can. They're going out there. They win and they beat the Clippers. They beat some good teams. They're not just beating up on the lower teams. They they beat some of the top teams. True. Devin Booker hit a game winner over Paul George. It was nasty. Uh, he he's different. He's just different. Yes. And Aiden too. Aiden is a big fella that can bang down low, but he can also shoot, take you mid range. He, he's quick. He's on light on his feet. So. They got a really good young core, and even if they don't get in the playoffs this year, 
people are going to have to see them in the next couple of years. I agree. And as long as you have uh, Devin Booker, you have a chance because you have a franchise guy. You yeah. have a guy you can literally build a championship team around. And I want to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. They're still mm. statistically holding on to that eighth spot in the West. Yeah. But they've only won one game. They're 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 five and one. Yeah. They've been going backwards. Talk to me about Memphis. What's going on with the with the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, uh since they lost uh Jaron Jackson, it's been it's been really downhill. Uh yeah, hope he hope he gets better. Um and then, you know, they're a young team, you know, I think they they certainly play well this season. John Morant's probably gonna be rookie of the year. Um but losing losing Jackson, they were that he was that kind of two to John Morant and then it you know it's it's kind of not looking too good and Portland is hot right now and they're right behind them so. four and two Portland's been four and two yeah so I think I think Portland is probably gonna take that AFC before it's all said and done okay because Dame Dollar has just been electrifying on another level CJ McCullum is playing good Carmelo has seen the resurgence so and I you know I like Dame because Dame. Dame has been getting into beef. He bring because you know the NBA is great. I'm glad all the players get along and stuff. But Dame is bringing that old vibe back to basketball. Yeah. Is he beefing with people? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He bringing yeah. the competition yeah, and it's he exciting. Does. He does. Him yeah. and Russell Westbrook, him and Paul George, Patrick Beverly, they getting into oh, it. Oh yeah, with the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I like it though because it brings that. He's bringing that playoff atmosphere already. You know, yeah. it can't be all smiles and we all friends. Y'all can be friends off the court. I like I like Dame and he and he plays like it. He backs it up on the court. Does he? And and Portland's a team that's really exciting. Now they will they if they get in the playoffs, they're gonna have to play the Lakers. But that's a team I don't want to play them in the first round. Uh, I wouldn't want to play Portland. You got in the first Dame, round. superstar, McCullum, star. And then they finally found their third option with Carmelo. Yeah. Been balling. Melo's found a resurgence. Nurk- Nurkic is back healthy. Nurkic is really good, man. Yeah. He, and they've been missing him. Yeah. Every time when they kind of need him, he gets hurt or he's you know he's not there. He's there now. And he's he's a legitimate big man. And like I said, I wouldn't want to play them in the first round. Mm. You know, I, I know the Lakers are probably rooting for Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> well, now the other two teams in the West we haven't talked about: Oklahoma City Thunder, they're mm. three and three; Utah Jazz, they're two and four. And those teams are kind of—I don't know—I don't know what they are. Like, I think on any given day they could beat anybody, but I think on any given day they could lose to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Well, let's start. Let's start with the the uh, the Jazz, right? So in the bubble, Donovan Mitchell was shooting thirty eight percent. Mike Conley shooting forty three percent. Jordan Clarkson shooting thirty six percent. The defensive player, former the two what two time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert is their oh, leading yeah. scorer. Right the stifle stifle tower, yeah. The defensive player of the year is their leading scorer. They, they I don't know, something's off. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But they just haven't been shooting a good clip. They haven't been putting the ball in the basket. And if your defensive if your best defensive player, if your defensive player of the year is your leading scorer when you got Clarkson, when you got Mitchell, Mike Conley, all these other guys, uh it, it hasn't been going well. They're what? The two and four in the bubble. Two and five, actually. Two and five. Yeah, yeah. they only had one more game left too. 
Yeah, so it's it's not looking good. Maybe they can turn around the playoffs because it's nothing. You know, it's nothing wrong. I don't know what it is, but it's just like they haven't been clicking in the bubble. Yeah, I mean, if you watch them play, for some reason in the second half, they just I don't know. They just unwind and they just don't. They don't close you out. They don't know how to get to that. They don't have that second, third gear. Yeah, you know, they, so, you know, they got some exciting players. The talent is there, but they just don't have another gear. Um, so I don't know how big of a threat they are. Um, they're a fun team to watch. The games are usually very exciting because mm-hmm. they, they can stay close. They can make plays down the stretch, but they just don't have that other gear to get them over the hump. And I think it's the same way with Oklahoma City Thunder, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of cruising into them. Paul George's show, I mean, uh, Chris Paul has showed he's a great leader Yeah, because nobody expected anything from them. Mm. They're 43 and 27, 3 and 3 in the bubble, and Chris Paul has been a great leader with that team. And they they can hoop, but again, I don't know if they have that second or third gear to make a run at the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. But they have had a very impressive season, and I think the people of Oklahoma City have to be happy that they've really overachieved this year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, nobody was talking about them when he uh when they left the Rockets. Chris Paul was on a mission to to show he still got it. And what he's doing, I think he's I think it was a smart move for OKC because they got Scrutinger, you got uh Shea Gildress Alexander. So they're learning a lot from Chris Paul. They're gonna be yeah. two really good young guards. Uh you still got Steven Adams and other other great players. So but like you said, I don't know if they got enough to beat one of these top teams in the West in seven, you know? Yeah. And especially when you look at CP3's track record in the playoffs, he started his career with New Orleans. He it was he was by himself for most of that time. But then he went to the Clippers and they were always regular season. Clippers looking good. Postseason couldn't yeah, do it. Fizzled. So I, I don't if if I don't if a veteran Chris Paul is your best player still, I don't I don't see them beating one of these top teams in the West. But they they're going they're they're going not gonna go down without a fight. And and Scrodinger is just coming back. Uh he had a baby, I believe. So he he's just coming back to join the team. So they they're gonna make some noise, but like I said, I don't know if they got enough that if they got that other gear to uh, you know, get over the home. Yeah, I agree. And talking about the bottom in the West, we because we, we want to mention every team, the Sacramento Kings, they've been just like the Washington Wizards. They just haven't done anything. They're one in five. Mm. Um, so they haven't really showed a lot. They had one win, yeah. and that was over the Pelicans. They got but, Fox, and then I, I didn't – with them, I didn't understand getting Luke Walton as a coach. You know, when, when he came off – I believe the worst coaching record ever over three years or with something. With the Lakers, yeah. With the Lakers, and then you sign them to a huge contract. Yeah, and then they like, I here's the really thing. Mean. They like maneuvered and like fought for them and made it like a big thing. Like they like they scored like a coup, you know, like, man, we yeah. got Luke Walton, you know. We got to get him before anybody else. And I was like, nobody else is, you know, I don't yeah. think anybody else is fighting for him. But I didn't understand that either. Yeah. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, and then especially when you see, like, when you got a young team. Because they got young, talented players. Cauley Stein, you got De'Aaron Fox. So you got you got some talent Andrew there. De'Aaron Fox, yeah. Uh, so it's like, I don't I don't get that. Because when, when Luke Walden left and when the Lakers started trading people, you see Brandon Ingram start playing better. Josh Hart started playing better. So I didn't really get, I didn't really get that move. I think they got talent, but they got to do some 
yeah. figure it out. You know, Vladi Divox runs that organization. Yeah. And I think that was a Laker thing. I think he kind of went personal before business, you know? Mm-hmm. It should be business, not personal. But I think he went personal instead of business. And I think he wanted to get a Laker. And, you know, obviously, you know, he probably has some sort of relationship with Walton. Yeah. And it was just weird and it didn't work out. They only won 29 games so far during the regular season. And their prospects don't look too bright right now. Yeah. So, man, the bubble, that's it, man. We covered all the teams, man. And, um, you know, some teams are rocking and rolling. Some teams are in the middle. Some teams haven't done that well. But it's been exciting basketball. April. So what you think about the bubble? Who you think has been the most impressive team and and, and been a lot of fun for you to watch? I would say it would have to definitely be the Phoenix Suns because I wasn't even thinking about them. <laughs> like right. being a team to like watch and like, okay, who's going to do it big? I knew they were going, but I was just like, okay, it's the Suns. They're just going to be the Suns, right? But right. Devin Booker has showed out. He showed out today. 35 points, so that's probably been the most exciting for me. Yeah, I, shout out to the Phoenix Suns, man. 6-0 in the bubble. Devin Booker putting in work. You got to love it. It's it, They've been very exciting. And uh, it's been really good, man. I'm glad the NBA is back. Mike Burr, it's been good. It's been fun. And basketball is is rocking and rolling right now. Yes. Yeah, the, the NBA, they got to be the best franchise in the world right now. I mean, during this COVID situation... It was a genius idea to set up the bubble, you know, to keep everybody safe. And then it was smart to partner uh, with Disney World, too. Yeah. Because if you're going to be quarantined somewhere, you might as well be in Disney. <laughs> you know? Like, right. So that, right. I think that was a smart idea. And, you know, they prioritize the safety, but they also made sure they can keep the competition and keep the spirit of the league. So shout out to the NBA and all the staff and all that that uh, set this up because it's been a great it's been it's it's been great. It's some of the best basketball. I think they should just keep the bubble. Just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep them in the bubble the whole time. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, hey, I wouldn't mind because they've been playing good ball. So hey, April Super Producer, you got anything else for us? NBA Ben Simmons unfortunately needs surgery, so he is out for the rest of this season. And then Draymond Green, the NBA find him. $50,000 for his comments about Devin Booker and him suggesting that he should leave the Phoenix Suns because it's not good for him, not good for his career. Jeremiah Green said this when he was a guest analyst um, on an NBA on TNT broadcast this past Friday. So, And go to the Warriors? Well, he didn't say necessarily go for the Warriors. He was just saying, like, he said... The city's not good for him. It's not good for his career since Devin Booker's having his great success. So Draymond Green is suggesting, hey, Devin, leave while you're doing so well. And the NBA slapped him a $50,000 tampering fine. Yeah. He's trying to do what he did to uh, KD. (laughs) I I don't want to see that. I I like the level of competition. If you have Steph, Clay, Devin Booker, that's the same. It's gonna be like yeah. really like, nobody what, would what be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Draymond yeah. putting in the bid to build another super team. Yeah, Mike Burr, what you got, man? Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm excited. the The bubble has been lit. Uh, all the games have been good. A lot of a lot of teams, and like I said, I think the I think the championship is wide open. I right? do too. Bro. Obviously, you got the Bucks, you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers at the top. They got the three best players. 
So, you know, superstars matter. But I think it's a lot of teams where if it's an injury, if somebody gets suspended, if somebody fouls out, if you know, any any crazy Somebody wanna go get some wings. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if anything, it's it's a lot of teams that are just one swing away. And you look up, and it's like, oh, they just upset, you know, and, yeah. and they're in the finals. So I think the championship is wide open. It's a lot of teams that think they can win a championship. I agree, man. I agree. Well, it's been a great podcast. We're glad you're tuning in. We're glad that you're hitting us with the comments. Like us. Subscribe. Check us out on all the social media. Please share us. Tell a friend. Tell your neighbor. Tell somebody else you know that loves sports. And don't don't. Don't think we forgot about the other sports. We're going to hit Major League Baseball. We're going to hit the NFL. We're going to hit tennis and golf. And we're going to hit eSports. That's what we do. It's the Barrage Sports Show. But right now, the NBA is rocking and rolling. We're having a good time with it. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Like, we're going to have a a big playoff preview for the NBA coming up. And just keep tuning in because we got more for you. And you know how we do it. Mike Burr, drop the beat.